the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and surrounding listeners. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you spend time with family. I, I hope you, that you really know what is essential in your life. I hope that uh, iron sharpens iron. Uh, and uh, get yourself around a bunch of quality people that will help you, love you, assist you, and want the best for you. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and every day that you just continue to be in my life and listeners' lives. Help us to make right decisions. Help us to grow and learn and love. Live by your word, understand your word, and be blessed by your word. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. Uh, the, market's still, uh, the market's still high. Uh, it's still crazy. Uh, it looks like to me it's changing a little bit on mileage past 130, 140. It starts to get tough. Uh, colors matter. Lots of ends matter. But uh, it's still strong. And I think we're going to be living in this high car market for a while. But, of course, there's partly of it is the devaluation of the dollar and so much other things that the government restrictions have on the car business and so much other. But, you know, car dealers live above the law. It doesn't matter to them. I see so many things that goes on that dealers don't care. They really don't care because they things are so good for them, and they live above the law. Well, anyway, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Um, I had a lot of callers this week, one man on diminished value on his vehicle. He got hit from the rear. He's got low miles, well-kept, well-desirable, great unit, and uh, had no intentions of trading it. I mean, this car had 200,000 miles left of life. It was low miles. It was 80,000 miles. But no, man, I'm going to tell you, when you get hit, and then we're having a problem with parts. We're having problems with um, finding workers. Yeah. He's been in a rent car for over a month, but he needs to know what he's got coming, how to present himself. Good morning, Johnny. How, what to say to these people, uh, how to get the most money he's got coming. What do you deserve? It wasn't his fault. His car is going to be worth less money because there's an accident report on it. And so I walked through some things with him and gave him some things to do and say and ask for. And still, his car's not in the in the shop, just like I talked about, I believe, last week. A lawyer calling me because there's a Range Rover that needs to go through the auction and sell because parts were so hard to get. It was six months before they got it out of the body shop. It's amazing how things have backed up. It's amazing how we've turned this country around uh, to bad. Not good, bad. Parts are hard to get. People not wanting to work. Stuff offshore, you've seen the boats out there. Can't get them unloaded. Nobody wants to work. You know, I I make a joke sometimes that nobody wants to work anymore and I'm on top of the list. Uh, I don't. Uh, My office will tell you, uh, I walk in there usually at 9 o'clock and, I'm still I, was, I was still working last night at seven. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, bought a truck with a bad motor and a truck with a bad transmission and a truck with a uh, bad fuel system. So if you've got cars, trucks, or houses uh, signed up on a house, 
me and my realtor bought a house together that we're going to fix up. We're going to spend $100,000 on it. But we want to make it right. We want somebody to, you know, I think my realtor, <coughs> she's a great designer, really does unbelievable work. Got We got a great crew. But she makes these houses where she would live in them. She makes them right where they'd be, she can move in them and not worry about them for years and years and years. And But how many people do that? How many people do that in business anywhere anymore? In anything? I mean, car business, house business, um, work, any kind of work. It's Things have changed. What happened to accountability and responsibility? What happened to being the best you can be and doing it right? You know, I mean, I, car dealers tell you how they love you how they're the best, how they're going to take care of you. They're going to give you the most for your vehicle. I'm going to talk about a high school buddy of mine that went to trade for uh, friends that he he knew well, real well, done a lot of work for them, helped them out, built buildings for them, built dealerships for them. And they were going to make a great deal for him, but they wanted to give 12000 for a $16,000 truck. I, gave, I wanted to give 16000 And so... The market is strong, and the dealers know it's strong, but will they give it to you? Oh, man, they love telling you how they're going to, they, you know, I'm going to give you over book price. Book can't keep up with it. Book can't keep up with this market. And supply and demand and overhead means so much, so much to this business. And so... You've got to understand what supply, demand, overhead really matters. Uh, I had a gentleman call me. He said, there's no way that a car dealership overheads a million and a half a month. I said, it's about to go to two million. The way things are going, the way insurance is going, we're going up. Taxes are going up. Utilities are going up. Man, my utilities went up. Good morning, Deborah. Uh, My utilities went up. And, I mean, I'm using it less. So what are we going to have at the end of the month? What's it going to be worth? And so you got to know exactly what everything worth. Good morning. And so you got to be prepared for a battle for whatever available money you have. I mean, they're going to squeeze you and get every dollar available. They're going to tell you to put it on the credit card. They want more down, more down, more down. Deborah was in the car business. She knows. I mean, Dealerships never get enough, never make enough, and they had record years in 2020, and the government gave them $5 million to pay for utilities, employees, and, and leases. $5 million on a record year, and they're having a record year today. A friend of mine went down to Ford dealer, and they wanted 5000 over MSRP, which is window. I've got him a new one coming. If you want a new Cadillac, Lincoln, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Jeep, just about anything, I can get it delivered to your door and treated right, price right, F&I right. You know, I was talking to a gentleman that told me, he said, you know, I've been listening to your show for years, and you're right. He said, after I got through dealing with the salesperson, then I had to go into where the bear is. I said, the bear? He said, oh, yeah. This guy knew he was bad to the bone. He tried to sell me everything but the kitchen sink. I said, well, hey, but F&I people at these dealerships make thirty, forty thousand 40000 a month, and that's 20% and 15% they're working on. So if they're working on 15%, six times goes to the dealership. So if they make 40000 the dealership makes two forty. So, you know, these guys got to work hard, sell hard, to make all that big money. And it happens every time you walk in that dealership. They're ready, willing, and able to do whatever it takes, say whatever it takes, to get every available dollar. And so you've got to be prepared, mainly physically, spiritually, for a battle. So what do you do? Get your credit score. Look at it. Number one, see if anybody's trying to steal your identity. That's the first thing you need to do. Second thing you need to do is... Clean it up. Make sure there's no problems, no loose ends, stuff that you paid for that's that's not counted. I mean, you know, I looked at my uh, credit score a couple of years ago, and there was some Mickey Mouse stuff on there 
that shouldn't have been on there and but you know and it was like 15 20 bucks a couple of them so i researched it and i went ahead and paid it it wasn't worth the hassle the fight or nothing else hey if money will fix it it ain't broke that's the key but it's your money the dealers are getting it's your money when you buy a house you know you got it i know right now there's a shortage on houses and uh, me and my realtor buying some houses. I got the best real real estate team put together. I mean, there is a difference, and I've watched them and I've worked with them, and I know the difference. And but most real estate people said, "Here it is, take it or leave it." Bye. You know, they they don't know how to present a piece of property, how to fix a piece of property, and how to sell a piece of property. And so you gotta you gotta understand who you're dealing with. Iron sharpens iron. You deal with the best. You work with the best. You are the best. Good morning, Greg. And so you've got to be prepared. You've got to understand what's going on. You've got to, hey, I I put a lot of prayer in the things that I do. I want to be the best I can be. I want to be the best mentor. I want to give you the best information. So now that you've got your credit score, you start to clean it up. You make sure it's good. Talk to five or six, seven banks, credit unions, and if you find somebody that's got the best interest rate just like you're you're using, well, get you a new avenue of lending. Have somebody that's ready, you know, keep your regular one on the side just in case emergency comes up. Get you two or three good bank credit unions you can do business with and and know what the, the interest rate is. I mean, too many people are going online right now and going to these big used car dealerships that billionaires own, and they're signing up at 18 and 20% interest. You, you add that up, 20% interest on a $10,000 note, well, that's 2000 a year. Wouldn't you rather pay 400 at 4% or 3%? You know, I mean, money can be cheap. Money's a tool. But these dealerships make a lot of money on, on that tool. And so, you know, I'm going to give you the best interest rate, but they don't tell you what it is. I had a lady come in a couple of years ago, and I, she's still driving that Subaru. She didn't know what she paid for her car. She, she didn't know what she got for her trade. She didn't know how many months she was paying. She didn't know what the total price was really was. And then, you know, all she knew was how much a month it was, and when we added up the months, this lady went to crying because she was paying a tremendous amount of money, traded in a great car on a brand-new car, and they swallowed her trade. They swallowed about a, you know, $8,000 vehicle. You know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm subject to buy a 2021. I'm surprised... Uh, Angela's not on today. She'll tell you, you know, they got something that at Enterprise they need to sell. I am there. I'm I'm a buyer at some figure. I bought a vehicle off of a Ford store uh, yesterday that was in an accident, you know, and they can't believe what I gave for it. Well, I know what to do with it. I know what it costs to fix, and I know where I'm going to sell it. Experience, 58 years in the business. I'm 72. I've been in it since I was 14, about to be 73. And so I know where to sell it, but you don't. See, I mean, we deal in a car once every three to five years. And you don't stay abreast of the of the new rules, regulations, the new tactics, new sales points. I mean, right now, dealers have probably 30 different points of trying to sell you, besides the service department, besides everything else they do besides trying to sell you extended warranties and i mean you know they make fun of everything they go to uh croak and choke and everything else that they try to sell you and so a little effort saves you a little money good morning and a lot of effort saves you a lot of money so be prepared for a battle be prepared for a lot of money oh it's just twenty dollars more a month let me say this extended warranty for $20 a month more. Hey, lifetime warranties, if they were great, every dealership in this town would do it. Every dealership. And they're not great because 
some dealerships figured out, hey, you know, we don't want to rip them off that bad. And, and so you got you got to be prepared uh, for that battle because they're going to hit you at every angle. Hey, I'll take that Super Cab XLT. I need it. Uh, I don't know. Dealerships may be. I got a question on Facebook. Bitcoin, you know, so uh, smart as Deborah is, I imagine she's done bought it at cheap price. Now it owns right. But uh, I don't know anybody taking Bitcoin right now. But, I mean, we're going to see electronic money in the future. I just don't know which one we're going to use. I mean, it's coming one way or another. But, no, um, I like 01 Ford pickups. I think they're still the best style ever built, in my opinion. In fact, I've got one I need to pick up from a buddy of mine that uh, I've bought, and it's not running. It needs a fuel pump. So, uh, you know, I'll buy one needing a fuel pump. I'll, I'll buy one needing whatever. Just bought this Dodge off of a Ford store that uh, got hit, a light hit in the front. I want to fix it up. So, you know, I, Clarence, yeah, he's the best. And so I want you to know exactly what you're doing. So now you've talked to banks and credit unions. You've got some kind of idea of what your interest rate's going to be. you got some kind of idea of how long you're going to pay what the total note's going to be. You know, I mean, this poor lady that bought that Subaru, when she added up her payments, she said, my my house didn't cost that much. And it didn't, you know. So, I mean, look at what you're doing. Look what it's costing you. Add it up. Uh, years ago, and I, I guess I forgot it and I need to bring it back. Hey, your phone's got a calculator or take a calculator and add your payments up. Add up what you're spending. See if it figures out what they gave you a price. Uh, I had a gentleman here about three, four months ago was telling me what a great deal he got on his pickup, you know, and it was only 60 months, you know, and he told me what he paid for it, he thought. And then when we added his payments up, instead of paying 16000 like that lady in that Toyota that bought it out on I-10 that, uh, at the Toyota store, told her she's paying sixteen thousand for a car. When she added her payments up, just like this guy, they were paying over thirty thousand for the vehicle. This woman liked to pass out. This guy got mad. He was going to go back and talk to him. I said, "Go ahead, but you're not going to do any good. You signed a contract. You know, it, if they deliver it to your door, you can back out." In three days. That's what the law says. But if they, you hearken the door of a dealership, when you sign that contract, it's binding. So give us a call here at the store, 210-340-9585. Uh, about 95% of my calls, and it comes directly to me. You'll deal with me. I'll buy the car. You'll be dealing with me, not one of my salespeople, not a computer, but you'll be dealing with me Uh what the new trick right now on buying a car is they'll put they'll degrade your car to junk and then they'll show you what it's bringing at the auction due to the computer and we can adjust that and if you've got a super nice car it's bringing over that if you got junk yeah junk's bringing junk prices but most of the time you got an average or above average car and they'll they'll grade it down to junk and they'll show you at the auction what it's bringing as junk and then try to buy your car. Don't let them trick you on a computer. Tell 20 people, Randy Adams, give him a call. He'll buy your car. And I do every week. I buy a lot of you listeners' cars. But give me a call, 830-708-4789. Just in case you can't get a hold of me, some people have been calling my office. I've hired an assistant that's... Keeping me organized, keeping me straight. Uh, her hands are full, I guarantee you. <laughs> so, uh, and you might be talking to Elizabeth. So, but she'll contact me. I'll call you. I'll get on. I'll make sure that I call you back. 830-708-4789. And go to YouTube. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Uh, we've got some stuff that we're getting straightened out uh, equipment-wise. Uh, trying to get everything ready to go, be the best I can. 
to give the information you need on your next purchase. I want I want to buy the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, whatever you're wanting to sell. Now, I've had a bunch of dealers lately tell me, said, you're not telling everybody how bad title loans are. Yeah, I forgot I dropped the ball. 300% interest, 330% interest. That's what title loans are. And you know how I know? I used to have a license. My conscience bothered me. How can you charge somebody 330% interest? I wouldn't do it. I owned the license. I thought I could change it. I was wrong. But the good old boys in Texas, senators and House of Representatives, have sold you down the river. It's illegal to have a title loan in 27 states, but not in Texas. Oh, no. Our politicians that, you know, you elect me and I'll do what you need to do. We got five minutes so we can answer a question. Is that Carlos? He can call back if that's Carlos. We haven't talked to him in a while. But anyway... It, hey, if you borrow five thousand, you'll pay back twenty six thousand. Tell everybody you know, don't do a title loan. It costs you too much. Ninety nine percent of the people get repo, and so you know we want you to know exactly exactly what you're paying. Well, I'm gonna put a little scripture on you real quick. Don't do a title loan. Tell your friends, your neighbors, and everybody else. But I ran across Proverbs twenty six twenty three. Uh, oh, 24, I'm sorry, 24. A malicious man disguises himself with his lips, but his heart he harbors in his heart, he harbors deceit. A malicious man disguises himself with his lips. You ever had a car dealer lie to you? You ever had a car dealer intimidate you? You ever had a car dealer make a car sound like it's brand new and it's not? I used to deal with some guys... Everything they owned was brand new. Everything you own was crap. Everything. I mean, you know, and one day another guy, this is another dealer, another dealer, uh, he used to brag about everything he owned. Oh, man, it's the best one, the nicest one, this, that, and the other. And so he finally showed up with his truck that he was driving, and I said, uh, what happened to that other truck? It was a piece of junk. I got rid of it. I said, Three weeks ago, you told me it's the best dude you ever owned and how nice it was and this, that, and the other. Well, you down one, you can't sell it. Well, I mean, tell the truth about it. Tell what way it really is. Are you hiding your your real true feelings? Are you hiding the truth? Do you know the difference? This guy knew the difference. He just didn't want to tell the difference, didn't want to talk. And he's a malicious man, disguises himself with his lips. He's going to tell you anything he can to get by with. And so I want you to know exactly what you own, what you do. Take care of what you own. Hey, it's your prized possession. You paid for it. Best kind of car is a paid-for car. I guarantee you. And you know how that is. There's only two two kinds of cars, a Ford and Cana Ford. And, man, them Cana Fords are miserable. You know, I mean, you know. Three years from now, all these people have got seven-year notes. What are they going to do about trying to trade that car in three years? What about the people they're buying now that 7500 profit goes to the dealer? You know, you got to overcome that seventy five in interest you pay. And you don't pay attention to the interest rate on the contract when you're buying a car. And how many months? And you didn't add it up? You know, like that lady saw, thought she was paying 16000 for a Tundra, and she's paying over $30,000 for a Tundra. Used high-miles Tundra. I'm talking about one with 160,000 miles. She just needed a truck to do some hauling and, and improvements on some rental property. Well, she's going to have to go to work and overcome that $30-something-thousand-dollar high-mileage Tundra. And my other buddy, too. I mean, he got a great deal. He was bragging to everybody what a great deal he had. Sometimes pride will cost you money. Maybe he listened to this salesperson, thought they were treating him right, and they really wouldn't. Remember, if you you want a new car, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Rox Covert and I have been doing business for 40 years and never, ever had a problem, and he's treated all my customers right. Um the car pro that's on another channel, he uh, it takes 6000 a month to be on his show. 
And there's some dealers on his show that I would not do business with. I guarantee you, now, you shouldn't do business with them. If you do, when you walk out of that door, you'll understand why I'm talking about that way. Add up your payments, add up the add-ons, add up on extended warranty and everything. Hey, get you, hey, Randolph Brooks got a great extended warranty. My realtor, I sold her a car. She called me up and said, hey, I can buy a great extended warranty for 120,000 miles for 1500 Let me tell you something. They fixed her car. We had a little minor deal, and they fixed it. And I didn't think they would do it. It's only Bluetooth. Bluetooth, it's not engine transmission rear Hey, they fixed everything. So you got to know what you're buying, who you're buying from, and what the money is. Why throw money away when you don't have to? I'm Randy Adams. We're going to take a four-minute break. Facebook will be back in four minutes. Radio listeners will be back in four minutes. If you listen to your on, on your phone or your computer, thank you, thank you. God bless you. We'll be back in four minutes. I think we've got a caller that's going to be calling back. God bless you. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in. God bless you. Hey, invest in yourself. Learn, listen, and be the best you can be. Hey, it's your hard-earned money that you work 40 hours a week in, and you've wasted giving it to a car dealer. Don't waste it. Invest it. Invest it in yourself. Make the right decisions at all times on what you need to do and how you need to do it. You know, and it's just like I was talking about the the title loans. Man, it's a waste. People got to have $5,000, but they don't realize in six months they pay back more than 5000 that they've borrowed. So it's crazy. Don't do it. You're going to lose your car. Hey, take my advice and sell your car. Find out what it's worth. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody. And tend to your business and get you some cheap transportation because just like I, I told before, a good friend of mine that worked for me borrowed 5000 on his truck I sold him, and it was paid for. And he was doing well for a while, but then he had a little issue. And then he borrowed 5000 he made eight payments. It's 900 If you borrow 5000 it's 900 a month. He paid nine payments of 8100 and they're about to repo him, so he's paid back 3100 more than he borrowed. And what happened then is that he sold it to me. I gave him 2000 to get him a truck to get him around in because he, he was buying it from a relative. And then I went to pay off his $5,000 note, and it was 4730 He paid in 8100 and principal was 270 270 and I sold it and made a little money. But what would the title loan place made when they sold it? They'd have made a fortune, a fortune on it. So don't do a title loan. Tell everybody, don't do a title loan. Hey, get talk to bankers. Talk to credit unions. Get your loan lined up. Talk to people that's that's got a vehicle like you're looking at. And if you need to know what it's worth in five years, Look at a car or truck that's five years old, about the miles you'll have on it, and see what they're bringing. Now, this last, because of the COVID, because of the shutdown, because of our government, you know, things have got high due to supply and demand. And then again, here we go again, you know, uh, Proverbs twenty six twenty five. Though his speech is charming, do not believe him for seven abominations Feel his heart. Let's profit, 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 profit in a car dealer because, you know, though his speech is charming, oh, I mean, a car dealer knows how to talk, knows how to talk real well, real well. Do not believe him because seven abominations. That's not caring about you. That's not telling you the truth. That's intimidating you, pushing your button. Teaching you, oh, you need to reward yourself. You can afford this car. It's going to keep its value. How many times have you been running payments at a bank and you can't catch the value of that of that vehicle? 
we we got a little turn around right now. We don't know how long it's going to last. It's a crazy market. So you got to know exactly what you're going to spend. Well, fit your budget and how to. But the charming speech, we're taught to charm you. We're taught in classes, in uh, sales meetings, learning from each other. See, just like I said a while ago, iron sharpens iron. Same way with salespeople. Same way. They learn from each other. They watch each other. They see how he did it. Oh, well, I need to say that. I need to do that. They learn from each other. And you're the one that's got a target on your back. It's like you walking into a football field playing the Dallas Cowboys with all the people, all the material, all the game plan, all the films. Hey, they film you. They listen to you. They record you. Everything that's going on, they study this to be a perfectionist. And just like they studied Alabama's football coach, they want to know how he's so correct, how he sells the, his program, how he sells the college, how he sells the – hey, what about the player? Do they step up and play for him well? You know, I mean, these dealerships are well-trained, and they go after every available dollar you have. So be prepared for a battle. Hey, get your budget down. Understand what you're buying. Understand what you're paying for. We don't know the future. We don't know what this government's going to do. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about electric cars. We could have electric cars right now. The reason we don't have electric cars is Bucky's in New Brunswick sells 200,000 gallons a day. That's $80,000 in tax, $3,200,000 a month in tax. Hey, these, these congressmen and these senators, until they can gauge us, and I've been saying this for years, can charge us for every mile we put on a vehicle. Then they'll go to an electric car, and we'll put two alternators. Hey, Tesla, why don't you put two alternators on the wheels and charge the batteries as you go down the road? Good morning, Carlos. I haven't heard from you in a couple of months. You been well? Uh, sir, I was so beautiful. Thank you, God. When I see myself in the mirror, I say, you are so beautiful. That's it. God <laughs> makes us all. Let me. How you feel, with Randy? How's your day? How's the family? Oh, things are going good. Going good. My ex-wife is not doing well. She uh, she had a little scare yesterday, but she's still struggling. It's been going on two months, you know, with a uh, bacterial infection. But uh, we then, pray for her and we help her and whatever we need to do. So anyway, it was a scare yesterday. Let's go to pray for her, and I, I ask the uh, audience, please. To help us to pray for you, for your wife, for your family. Next wife. I'm probably people passing, passing for things yeah. right now. Well, she she thought she was having blood clots, but she didn't. I'm sorry. Thank you for the radio station. Yeah. Thank you for the, thank you for, for calling the, in, and thank you for all the people you help, Carlos. You help a lot of people. Well, sir, if I can do something, that's why I'm making a lot of march with God and say, look, I'm working hard. You know, I'm Mexican, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, that's, hey, no. hey, we're the same blood type. If I need your blood, you give it to me. If I, you need my blood, I'll give it to you. I know, I know. Thank you for the sponsors of the people. Thank you for that. The companies sponsor you and really help us to have this this program, this station in there to help each other. Mr. Randy, I have a really good question right now. All the money the people receive, you know, I don't see, but all the people receive the stimulus checks and this and that, uh, can a lot of people there in Nicaragua still have my checks? Can they use it to buy a car? Oh, and yeah. they have to pay taxes. They have to pay taxes. So they don't know what to do. These people with these checks. The people I asking them. Well, asking. the way the government's going, I'd re- I'd cash it out real quick. That's what I'd do. Okay. But no, buy a car with it. But you know, do your homework. Get an effort. Study up. Study up the Thelma. How you doing? And Johnny. And so make sure you're making the right purchase. You know, yes, you can use it. Uh, whatever, you can use it for whatever you need. But, I mean, okay. if you need a vehicle, make sure you do. Hey, and ask everybody around. I had a lady call me, single mom, needing a car, not much money. And I told her, I said, start asking around. She was at the grocery store. She asked the cashier if they had a car that they didn't need or his family. And the lady behind her said, yeah, I do, and sold her a car and sold it to her right. 
I told her, I said, if you don't buy it, give me the phone number, I'll buy it. Because it was well worth the money. But, you know, hey, ask not, receive not when you ask not. I mean, ask everybody. You know, I mean, you know, you talk to a car dealer, you might not get a straight answer, you know. But, yes, ask everybody and find out what you're buying and find out if it's good or not. Now, I had a lady buy a car from somebody, and they told her it was in excellent shape, and it wasn't, you know. So you got to have it checked out. you got to have somebody else around. You know, I had a lady that was buying a car here about two months ago, and she said, I don't have anybody to check it out, Randy. I said, video it running and, and video it racing it up a little bit and video it going down the road. I listened to it train, change the transmission. I listened to the motor. You know, she stopped. She was videoing it all, sent it to me. And I told her, I said, mechanically, it seems sound. I, you know, you never know. It may break in half tomorrow. Good morning, Larry. So I, I helped her buy that vehicle. by video. It's amazing what technology telephones will do. But anyway, I listened to the engine. I listened to it going down the road. I listened to it shift. So she bought the vehicle. But get somebody, if you don't know nothing, get somebody to give you a hand. Mr. Randy, I have a question. Yeah. I have a friend, a friend, a group of friends over here. Uh, uh, they went to a new car store. So I won't say the name, you know, for respect. But one of the salesmen on the side, they said, look, I have a car in, in somewhere else, cheaper and better and whatever. Give me your check and, and you know, we, we can do business. I called the guy and said, well, you, you know something. Well, no, they called me, sorry. And I said, no. Really, really, if you're in the new customer, you respect to them, and you have to address this problem to the manager. There's no way to start do, doing this kind of business. I don't know why you think. Well, they get fired for that, that's for sure. Trying to sell a vehicle that's on their car lot with their customer, that's their customer, you know, and you need to look at the title, see if they got the car. You know, there used to be a guy I knew, I've known him since he was a little boy. He, he's passed away since. But there used to be a guy that uh, people would have a car that was one, two, three thousand dollars, and he'd get them. Tell you what, I'll knock the price off, and you give me the the car. And he'd talk these people into giving him these cars, and not trade them in and bypass the dealership, and then he'd go sell them. You know, okay. and that's. You know, here he is working for a man and getting paid to do a man. So what he would do is price the cars up and cut 3000 off so the customer wasn't getting no great deal, but the salesperson was stealing the trades. And that happens, and I've seen that happen over the years, not as much as it used to be, but that does go around. Uh, I, I had a manager that if you had $1,000 down, He'd keep five hundred and show you had five hundred down. <coughs> He'd keep five hundred. So you know, a lot of this. There's a lot of thievery that goes on in the car business. Yes, Carlos. Yes. No, no. Sorry, I'm here with somebody. He he know you. He want to ask you a question and say hi to you, Mr. Randy. Hey, good morning, Mr. Randy Adams. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good, good. Is Carlos getting any cars bought for you? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's Sam, Sam's step's brother. You know. <laughs> I know who it is. I, I recognize the accent. I, I come to pick it up, my friend, with all respect to go to other customers. And uh, he takes three hours in the shower, really. I don't know, because he's Mexican. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, no, the point is we are on the way right now, Mr. Randy. Oh, good. And, pick uh, him up. No, no, the point is, I'm so glad to ask you this because, you know, everybody wants to save money to be nice. But uh, I think, look, if you like the places, could you recommend those the dealers you tell me about in Austin and other places? Well, a new car dealer. I mean, you know, you just got to do your homework. And the new car dealers, you know, the Covert Auto Group been in business over 100 years. Their grandfather started it. And so these people... Uh, business is business, but they're not after ever, ever. I've, I've seen them cut better deals. There was a uh, high school buddy of mine needed a brand-new Buick, and they sold him a Buick 4000 cheaper than anybody else around. 
But, you know, there's rebates, there's stair-stepping, there's all kinds of stuff that go to these dealerships on a new vehicle. There's rebates. I talk about, I, I was talking to a Ford rep about rebates because rebates cost some manufacturer. And then the new car dealers, what they do on the rebates is they swallow the money most of the time because the customer don't know there's a rebate on it. And if they got bad credit, they take that 5000 they show it as a down payment. And then the bank and the credit union says, oh, man, this guy's got a lot of money down. He's all right. And then they repo it six, eight months later, and the dealer makes all the profit, and the banks and the, and the credit unions are the one that take it in the shorts. I do have a question for you, sure. Mr. Randy. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, seen cars prices increase this, uh, this year. And uh, it's difficult and more difficult to find any cheap merchandise. And uh, the prices that the cars are selling for are probably 30% more than they were selling last year. Uh, have you noticed that increase? And uh, what can we expect? You know, I, pay, I paid 10000 more for a van that, that I was paying for a year, year and a half ago. And it's supply and demand. There's going to be a point when it breaks, and I don't know when it's going to be. I thought it was going to be uh, in March, but it don't look like it because manufacturers are tired of new car dealers getting rich off of them, and they'd rather have it where you bought online and drop ship. And there's there might be that future coming pretty quick. But uh, manufacturers are getting tired, so they're not going to overbill. Now, there's been some fines lately. New car dealers are putting phony sold units in their computer trying to get those more units to hit the ground. Well, the manufacturers are calling the people, making sure they're living, make sure that they bought a car instead of these new. And these new car dealers, they'll find a way to cheat. Hey, they, they think outside the box, and profit is their God. Money is their God. And they're going to find a way. There's a lot of dealers that cheat on your credit. They'll lie about your credit, lie about your down payment, in order to sell them to the, to the credit unions and the banks. Desperate dealers do desperate things, just like that new car dealer that sold that uh, new Mazda. Uh, I'm sorry, Hyundai, Hyundai to a man that was on hospice. They knew he wasn't going to be living much longer. So they sell him a, a brand new Hyundai, 10000 over window sticker. And so when the guy passes away, the bank goes to looking for him and find out he was on hospice, find out they own the Hyundai 10000 over window sticker. They go to trying to sell it, and nobody wants to buy it. I mean, if I was that credit union, I'd shut those people off in a heartbeat. But dealers, desperate dealers do desperate things. And so, you know, I happen to know you and the way you do business. You're out to make a decent money. I'm out to make decent money. and But we're out to tell the truth and, and treat our customers right. And Carlos is out hawking cars and finding cars for you and me and everybody else. He does his part. He helps people. But there's some greedy people in this business that, are, that it's never enough, and they want more, and they'll do and say whatever it takes in order to do it. And we watch other dealers lie, cheat, and steal, and, and it takes real character not to follow their tracks, not to follow what they're doing, doing the illegal stuff. And not telling the customer. I had a customer call me last week that bought a salvage title. I've got a customer that really got in a mess out of state, and they bought a 19 Odyssey with a salvage title. And so they're having problems getting it fixed. They're having problems dealing with the dealer. And, hey, they paid, in my opinion, 20000 too much for this van. And, you know, they were desperate. They were broke down over there trying to get back to Texas. They were in Georgia. And this dealer misrepresented the unit by a mile. So, yeah, you got to do your homework. You got to know. You got to look at a Carfax. They didn't look at a Carfax. They didn't know the past history of that vehicle and paid the man $30,000. And he kept showing them the book was 38000 Oh, we bought 8000 back a book. Well, it's going to cost them in the long run. 
But no, we're going to see prices high probably for another two years. And that, that is if the government don't squeeze us down harder and if they keep devaluating our dollar because we've weakened the dollar, and that's part of the prices going up, and supply and demand's the other part. But the end of two or three years from now, if it keeps going the way it is, you know, how are people going to be working for $15, $20 an hour when our money's not worth nothing? So, you know, you're in the business, I'm in the business. we got to look at the future and make sure that we're planning properly, correctly, orderly, doing business right so we're not having to cover up. And these lawyers ever learned out what is really going on, we're really going to have a mess because they're going to figure out how to get triple damages off of car dealers, and it'll, it's going to be a war. Well, is it true that there's not going to be a, a same production of new cars? There's going to be scarcity of production. That's it. You're right. They're not going to overbuild because they're tired of giving rebates. And the rebates, like I say, the dealers swallow the rebate most of the time. Good morning, Heather. And uh, the dealers swallow the rebates, and when they don't swallow it, they use it for a down payment to get the car bought, and then the people lose the car six, eight months later, and the bank loses the money. And it's the dealers doing it, and the bankers are not smart enough to figure out what they're doing. You know, they need to find out if there's a rebate on that car. Oh, this guy's got 6000 down. Where did he, where did he come up with 6000 down? They don't question that. And, and that 6000 down looks great to the banker. Oh, they got a big percentage. And then six, eight months later. This happened to a guy that worked for me. His uh, his car his car went down. He went down and bought a brand new Dodge, and they they took the rebate of five thousand down. Showed him had it gave him over allowed on his two hundred dollar expedition with a bad motor and three hundred thousand miles. They showed two thousand trade in, sold the car for two hundred, you know, and so he had seven thousand down. Six months later, he worked for me. Six months later, he said, you know anybody take over payments on this car? And I said, no, what's your payments? He said, six fifty. I said, how'd you sign a contract six fifty? You know you couldn't afford that, not with your family as big as it is. You make decent money, but that's that's a big payment. He said, hey, you know, they got me bought. I was excited to get me a new car, and he couldn't pay for it, so they repoed it. So the bank lost the money, or the credit union lost the money. The dealer made the money. They put it in the bank and laughed all the way to the end of the month and, hey, put another mark on the board and and laughed all the way to the bank. And it happens every day. We've got to know exactly what we're doing and what the games are, just like kicking the trade. I've explained kicking the trade many a time. When you owe too much on a car, they're subject to put it in the back and your credit will go south. I've seen so many people's credit go south because these dealerships put the money, put the car in the back. They, you're up to date, but you owe way too much money. And then you'll end up getting repoed. They get $500. they will call the bank and say, hey, we repoed this car. We need $500. they will bring 500 over and pick the car up for a repo fee. And the, and the dealership picks up another 500 I mean, there's so many different angles, games, lying that goes on in the car business. Hey, someday I'll talk about used car managers, how some of them got rich. I used to know one that owned a ranch, a yacht, a bulldozer, brand-new motorcycles and all, and uh, you had to pay him on the table to get anything bought. And I wouldn't. I went from buying 150 cars a month out of a dealership to zero because I wouldn't pay the guy under the table. And so there's so much of that goes on. And there's new ways of getting around it. There was a dealership that a uh, guy was buying the cars at the auction, and the auction knew he was cheating. And everybody else knew they were cheating. And finally, the guy, you know, sooner or later, the truth comes out. So I, what I'm trying to do is give you the truth, let you understand what's going on, be prepared, mentally, physically, spiritually, for a battle. Thank you all. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you all for calling. God bless you. Uh, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Another quick show. Man, time flies when you're having fun. And so, hey, be sure and give me a call, 830 708 
four seven eight nine. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly cars, trucks, houses, equipment, coins. I had a guy that said he had some coins. I don't know. I guess he didn't want to sell them. He didn't call me last week. Um, go to YouTube, please. Randy Adams Inc. We're going to put something on there. Hey, and I may do a uh, video on YouTube on me sucking warm salt water. The most contagious hospital in the world sucks warm salt water going in and coming out, and they don't get sick in the most contagious hospital in the world. That's doctors and lawyers. Well, when I got to COVID and my employees got to COVID, I knocked it out one day by sucking warm salt water. It mutates in your nose and it goes to the chest, and when it does, it goes to your chest. If you want to stay healthy, lightly suck up warm salt water up your nose and spit it out. Um, good friend of mine I hadn't talked to lately, she called me yesterday, and um, she said, do a video, Randy. Put it on there to show these people. I've had a lot of listeners do the same thing and knock out COVID. Uh, it's the most healthiest thing we can do in this, in this time that we're going through. I believe it. It's worked for me. It's worked for the doctors and nurses in the most contagious hospital in the world. Hey, maybe our government needs to put it out. Maybe they need to put a video out. No, they don't want us healthy. They're like the Chinese. They wanted to wipe out the old and the weak, you know, and that's what our government's trying to do us. Thank you, Bill Gates. You're a murderer. I guess he is. They may put me back in Facebook jail, folks. I don't know. God bless you. I love you. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'll be at Easy's 281 in Bitters from 1015 to 1130. Sell me a car. Come visit me. I'll answer questions. Love to talk to you. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.